Good morning and welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer. My name is Tom Short, so glad to have you along with us today. As we get into the Word of God, talk about it. What we're going to talk about this week, just like all of the Word of God, can change your life. But let me say what we're talking about this week has had a dramatic effect on my life. In fact, I would say some of the secrets I will share, some of the open secrets I'll be sharing this week have done more to change my attitude and my outlook on life, maybe than almost anything I share on. It's very personal to me, and I'll be sharing some good stories this week in my own life that I think will inspire and encourage you. We're talking about thankfulness, thankfulness, gratitude. This is Thanksgiving week here in the United States. If you're not from America, this Thursday is our Thanksgiving day. It's a day set aside in which we remember God. This is the plan. As a nation, we remember God. We give thanks to God. We're grateful. Families get together. They, they spend time together. They, they eat together. They, they, they love one another. And the focus is simply the thanks, thankfulness to God. It can be a difficult time for some people. And I want to encourage you, I hope by this Thursday, no matter what your situation, maybe you've got some really severe family issues and some uh, division in your family and some anger in your family, and it can be a hurtful, painful time. But I think what we talk about this week can help you enjoy this and make it victorious. Remember, there's evil in our world. There's problems in our world. We, even if we walk through the valley of the shadow of death, there are problems in our world, but we want to live victoriously. We don't want to be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. We want to rise above and, and live the Christian life no matter, no matter what's happening around us. Amen? So as we talk about this week of Thanksgiving, I'd like to start with a story of Jesus found in Luke chapter 17, beginning with verse 11. It's the story of the 10 lepers. And while I read this, I found a piece of art that I think is a beautiful piece I'd like to put on the screen while I read this uh, section from Scripture. Here we go. Luke chapter 17, beginning with verse 11. While he was on his way to Jerusalem, he was passing between Samaria and Galilee. As he entered a village, ten leprous men who stood at a distance met him, and they raised their voices, saying, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. When he saw them, he said to them, Go and show yourselves to the priest. And as they were going, they were cleansed. Now one of them, when he saw that he had been healed, turned back, glorifying God with a loud voice. As he fell on his feet, giving thanks to him, and he fell on his feet, giving thanks to him, and he was a Samaritan. Then Jesus answered and said, Were there not ten cleansed? But the nine, where are they? Was no one found to return to give glory to God except this foreigner? And he said to him, Stand up, go your way. Your faith has made you well. And of course, we see here, if you are on YouTube, if you're on the podcast, you can't see this, but if you're on YouTube, Watching, you can see the nine lepers, thrilled, excited, they're cleansed, they're on their way now, they've got a new life, they're freed, but one thought to turn and look back, and one thought to turn back, and with a loud voice, he came back and he glorified the Lord. I want to be like that one. I pray you'll be like that one. Now, I stop and think, and Jesus commended that one, but you stop and think about it. The law required that if a leper 
thought he was cleansed, the way he would be declared clean was to go and show himself to the priest. So the other nine, they were obeying the law. They were due, and they'd probably had their hearts set on this, the law telling them if, they're, if, if anything would ever happen if they're clean, they'd have to go and be declared clean by the priest. And so sure enough, that's what they were doing. They were going to the priest. You almost can't fault them for that. They were obeying the law. And not only that, they were obeying Jesus. Jesus told them to go to the priest. He told them to go show themselves. And they were doing what he said. And so, obviously, you can't fault him for that either. On the other hand, the one Jesus commended was the one who turned around and gave thanks and gave glory to God. Oh, I'm sure in time he went to the priest as well, and he was declared clean. I'm sure he did that part as well. But there was something in his heart that had to give thanks to the one who'd set him free, had to give thanks to the one who'd cleansed him. I want to have a heart like that. I think a heart like that pleases God. We, you know, God, God is interested in our heart, and he's interested in a heart that's glorif- that glorifies him and is thankful to him. Let's face it, folks, we live in a world where a lot of people are very, very entitled. They, have, they, they believe they're entitled to the things they have. We have such, so much, especially here in our country. We, most of us have not been hungry. We've not been without food. We've not been homeless. Many of us have not really had serious health issues. Life has treated many of us well, at least in our childhood, and it's easy to begin to think I'm entitled to all these things instead of seeing that all that I have is the blessing of God. All that I have, I'll repeat this, all that I have is the blessing of God. Jesus went on in Luke 17 to tell a story about being unworthy servants. And he said that, when, when a servant comes in from serving all day and it's now time to serve his master, he doesn't say, well, you know, I'll eat first and then I'll take care of you. No, he takes care of the master first. And only after everything's done does he then take care of himself. And indeed, this, this servant was a person who was not entitled. But so often we feel we put ourselves first. We think I, everything I have, I'm entitled to it without realizing God gave it to me. God's, the, I have nothing that I have, uh, like what Paul asked in 1 Corinthians, what do you have that you've not received? And if you received it, why do you boast as if you didn't receive it? My friends, all that we have, our life, our breath, the, the air we breathe, the food we eat, the shelter we have, the relationships we have, the, and if you have money, all of those physical things, in addition to the spiritual blessings we have, every spiritual blessing, the Holy, Ghost, the Holy Spirit living within us, the Word of God that guides us, the strength of God, all of these things are the blessings of God, and we want to be thankful for them. In Psalm 103, the psalmist says, bless the Lord or praise the Lord, give, give praise to God, O my soul, and forget none of his benefits. This week, I want to be encouraging us to think of his benefits, all the things God has given us. You know, I was on the plane home the other day, and there was a baby behind me crying pretty loud. I think the poor thing, his or her ears were probably hurting from the air pressure. 
and uh, was in a lot of pain, evidently, and crying. And so I don't normally listen to things on the plane, but I put in some ear, earbuds and I ran, I just saw online uh, on the screen there, listened to some songs from Thanksgiving. They all happened to be old songs. And a song came across, said something along the lines of, oh, don't you know, we don't know what we've got until it's gone. Sometimes we don't know what we've got till it's gone. You know, as we think of praising God, there's so many things we have. We don't realize it until they're gone. Your health, do you praise God for your health? Sometimes you don't realize what a blessing that is until you lose it. A relationship, you don't know what a blessing it is until you lose it. Your church, you don't know what a blessing they are until maybe you lose it. You're, you're so many things, so many things. We've gone through a few shortages here in America in this last year. Uh, supply chain shortages. We're used to having everything we want pretty much when we want it. And sometimes we don't know, realize what we've lost until, we, until it's gone. Freedom. We won't realize, some of us don't realize how precious freedom is until we lose it. And then we say, boy, what we had and how can we regain it? Forget none of his benefits. The psalmist goes on to talk about some benefits. Let's read them here. What does God do? Who pardons all your iniquities, who heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from the pit, who crowns you with loving kindness and compassion, who satisfies your years with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagle. The Lord performs righteous deeds and judgments for all who are oppressed. He made known his ways to Moses, his acts to the sons of Israel. The Lord is compassionate and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in loving kindness. He will not always strive with us, nor will he keep his anger forever. He has not dealt with us according to our sins, nor rewarded us according to our iniquities. For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his loving kindness toward those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. What an awesome God we have. What an awesome God we serve. Let's be thankful. Let's take time. Let's be like that leper who took the time. He was excited like the others. He wanted to be declared clean like the others. He wanted to go see his family, which he'd probably been separated from for a long time. He wanted to get back to those he loved. He wanted all those things. He, he, he was a leper, and now he is cleansed. And boy, get back into life. Get out of that leper colony. Get back into life. He wanted that just like the other nine. But he took the time to turn around and thank God, to glorify God, to be grateful. Let's us be that way. We're not entitled to be cleansed. You're not entitled to be forgiven. You're not entitled to be blessed of God. Everything we have, it's from his gracious and compassionate hand. And as our lives overflow with gratitude, that's what life is meant to be. Father in heaven, we thank you. We bless you. We love you. Oh, bless the Lord. Oh, my soul, forget none of his benefits. I pray, Father, that we would be people who take time to remember the goodness of God.
the benefits you have brought our way, the kindnesses that you have shown us, the people that we're grateful you've brought into our lives. Thank you, Father. Thank you for the people you've brought into our lives. Thank you for meeting our physical needs. Thank you, Lord, for the health you've given us. Thank you for the freedoms we have. Thank you for the way we can assemble and praise you. Thank you indeed for this very live stream podcast right here that we can learn and grow and the technology that enables us to communicate. We thank you, Lord, for our families. We thank you, Lord, none of them are perfect, but we thank you for the people that you've given us to love in this world, the sphere of influence you've granted us, how we pray that we could bring light and life to each one. We thank you most of all, Jesus, that you have redeemed our life from the pit. Hallelujah. We were lost and now we're found. We're recipients of the loving kindness of God as far as the heavens are above the earth. That's how great your loving kindness is towards us. It's immeasurable as far as the east is from the west. Lord, the the east and west, they never meet. They will never meet. The east and west, are they never touch. That's how far you removed our iniquities from us. We're so grateful. Today, Father, I pray in this week and indeed all of our lives, might we be people overflowing with gratitude. Might our hearts find the good. Might our hearts praise you and might our hearts just know what it means to be thankful and to give thanks and to have the thankfulness of God filling our lips because it's filling our hearts. And we pray for this. Make us like this. Make us complete like this. Make us whole like this. Raise us up to be filled with such joy that our lives are abounding with gratitude because you, oh Father, you have been good to us. And for this, we're grateful. We pray it in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, and amen. Hey, thanks. Thanks for being with me, folks. I hope you are blessed by this time. I sure am. I'm blessed to get in the Word of God, share it with you, and I hope you are as well. If you're new, I hope you join us regularly. We, we believe, we, we get so much input in our lives. You know, there's Netflix, there's the internet, there's social media, Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram, all these things give us such input into our lives. It's important to give at least 15 minutes a day to the Lord, don't you think? To get into the Word of God, hear, talk, pray together, join a community. I'll tell you, do this day by day by day. You'll be surprised how your life will change little by little by little because God's word changes lives. So thanks for being with me. If you're new, I hope you subscribe, like the video, leave a comment below, say hi, introduce yourself, and share with your friends. To those of you here every day, you share with your friends as well. Let's grow our community. If you're blessed, bless others, amen? So until we meet tomorrow, might God fill your heart with gratitude and thankfulness. Might you be one, might you be like the one who turns to give thanks to the Lord. I love you guys. You have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.